It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. And a single tailback. Now McNamara is up under center. They run a draw. Touchdown, Iowa. Jazz Patterson scores on a counter draw over center and right guard. And I don't think he was touched. And they had everybody on the line. Welcome back as we wrap up hour number one here on Herd at Sports Radio. I'm Robbie Lula. That's Andrew Rogers. Here I am. And I want to tell you real quick about our friends at Dingman's Collision Center. They've got four great area locations here in Omaha. They can work on any make and model that you've got for them with the latest technology. Best, pl- best of Omaha, first place 18 years in a row. Family owned and operated. And best part about Dingman's? their give back program make sure you go to dingmans.com to check all that out uh joining us now on the warhorse sportsbook hotline is tom Kakert from hawkeye report tom how are you this morning i'm doing great how about you guys we are doing okay you know i i was looking at the potential or the matchups in the big 10 this week and i mean iowa wisconsin might be the only one uh, that's even yeah. a little intriguing. Um, yeah. If I don't know, I'm not. It's not a. It's not a high-profile weekend in the Big Ten, is it? It is no. It's, it's really next not a murderer's row. I don't think next year we'll have that problem. I think there'll be loaded. You know, some uh, three or four 100%. interesting games every weekend. But boy, <laughs> there's some. Uh, what Michigan State uh, Rutgers isn't uh, tickling you to this weekend? No. It was really more of a Not UMass really. Penn State guy <laughs> myself. But, uh. Yeah. Oh my God, the UMass. Penn. Uh, uh, but James Franklin will find a way to cover late. He'll <laughs> he'll make sure they. He certainly he'll, he'll, will. He'll run a trick play or something late. <laughs> he certainly will. Uh, Tom wanted to kind of get your perspective on this Iowa team because they've 
I know they've had their issues, especially offensively. Obviously, uh, you've got Cade McNamara out, which is a huge problem as well. But, I mean, along the way, I was still 5-1, and one, and you kind of look up, and you're like, oh, I thought they weren't having a good year, and here they are kind of where you always expect them to be. I guess is that just from the outside looking in, or has that kind of been the perception around the program as well? Yeah, I was just talking to a friend of mine about that this morning is, like, Iowa just seems to invent different, weird, strange, odd ways to win games. I mean, he he mentioned to me, he goes, he goes, Iowa's probably the only team in the country, you know, minus a service academy maybe, that can win a, a conference, a, a Power 5 conference game uh, and not have a completion to a wide receiver. <laughs> You know, they just invent new ways, odd ways to win football games. But hey, you know, and uh, as as they, and the, the old, all the old coaches say, an, an ugly win uh, beats a pretty loss any time. As long as you get to twenty six points, right? Hey, <laughs> yeah, that, that too. We're, I mean, we're, I mean. I just don't I don't see you know, unless something really changes, I don't see how they're gonna get to the twenty five, so but they may end up, you know uh, it's like I told somebody last week I, before the Purdue game, I could have seen anything from them finishing four and eight to eleven and one and nothing would have surprised me a whole lot. Uh now they're at five wins and um you know, if they win this week at Wisconsin and again they're close to double figure underdogs right now but it wouldn't shock me if they went up there and won mm-hmm. um they're in the driver's seat for the big 10 west going into november probably i mean tom not only are in, the, in the driver's seat for the big 10 west if they win against wisconsin 11 and 1 is legitimately on the right. table even yeah. if they lose they will be favored they will be favored in every game. Even if they beyond lose, the, you're the probably season. staring at 10-2. and two. Right. And so we're in this super awkward position, right, where you're talking about a 11-1, and one, maybe 10-2 and two football team potentially, and they're certainly not going to score 25 points a game. Mm-mm. So, <laughs> it's, I mean, are they really going to force Kirk Ferentz's hand to fire his kid <laughs> after a season, even though, like, he obviously didn't meet the metrics, but they end up winning 10 or 11 games? Like, how is that? Have you? I mean, I assume you've gone through these scenarios in your head because they're not crazy. No, it's not, and none of this stuff is crazy. It, it, you know, it's just, it's going to be an awkward situation. I just, I, I don't think there's, you know, it's like, uh, <laughs> it's just, it's just going to be awkward. It's mm-hmm. going to be a, um, you know, um, I, honestly, I, I'll be surprised if. Brian's back regardless just I think it's just kind of run its course and you know he'll probably uh, try to look to land with an NFL team at some point and and um, you know frankly I was going to have to you know one of the things I've written recently was that regardless of what happens given what's going to happen to the conference next year with Washington and UCLA and Oregon uh, you know and, and USC joining the conference and no Big Ten West to fall back upon, you know, the, the as I call them sometimes, the island of misfit toys <laughs> uh, division of the Big Ten. They're going to – they've got to modernize the offense. You just can't – you know, you've seen Wisconsin do it this year. They're, you know, I think Luke Fickle came in and 
realize that they you can't play three yards on a cloud of dust anymore, and you got to get ready for that because the Big Ten West is going away. Yeah, regardless, you to take that next step, it, you have to part ways in order to turn to turn this program from a good program to a great program. They need a great offense, and they have that on defense, right? They have everything that you have to like about a team on defense, but offensively, they just miss the mark. So, ten and two, or eight and four, or six and six, if that's what it ends up being, and they're still in a bowl game, I think Brian Ferentz goes too. Now, does this Iowa team, Tom, have the same stability with Deacon Hill as it did with Cade McNamara to finish as one of the top teams in the Big Ten West this year? Yeah, they don't. Um... Cade was just, just a more a better quarterback. I mean, um, you know, and Deacon Hill has a big arm, uh, but he's he's also really inexperienced. He's very green. Um, you know, he, he had his struggles. Uh, there are a lot of Iowa fans that want to see Joe Labus, the the uh, backup quarterback who actually quarterbacked them. Uh, you know, was the was starter in the uh, Music City Bowl against Kentucky and led Iowa to a victory, but. Even Joe wasn't great that day, so um, it, yeah, I, they're just gonna have to <laughs> ugly it up in a lot of ways uh, for the uh, rest of this this year with uh, and, and try and get by with uh, with Deacon Hill, Joe Labus, or whatever they end up doing. I know a lot of people have uh, have suggested maybe uh, Cooper DeGene and the uh, Wildcat would be a better option. <laughs> I joked about that just about 10 minutes ago because I covered Cooper in high school at OABCIG, and I knew he played both yeah. positions. So um, I, I hope not. For, for his sake, I hope not because we're going to see a first-round pick in him. I, we we asked we asked him about that last week and he he was open to doing anything. Yeah, because so, he's just that's yeah. that's his mentality. That's just that's him. Just, that's just who he is. Yeah, yeah, and that's what he did at high school. I mean, and he led them to state championships and everything. So um, yeah, I you know I I would be in favor of some sort of small like you know a, a package of some sort that they put together to get him on the offensive side of the field uh, a little bit because he's. He's the most talented player. He's the most skilled guy. So why not try and get him out there for, you know, 10 plays a game and see what he can do? Tom, I've been wondering a lot about, obviously, not just the job status of Brian Ferentz, which has been, you know, debated pretty heavily. But I, I also kind of wonder, as, as Kirk Ferentz starts to get on in his coaching career and kind of at some point, I think we're, a lot, obviously a lot closer to the end of it than the beginning of it. Yeah. I guess how do you think his – what do you think his end game looks like at Iowa? Do you think he would maybe try and just have one of these one last great 10-11 win seasons and kind of ride off into the sunset, or do you think he's going to keep coaching until the wheels fall, wheel falls off? Yeah, that's a fantastic question uh, because that – and that is the $64,000 question for University of Iowa is what's the – What's the end game here? You know, because I, I always use the the terminology. Where is Kirk Ferentz at on a round of golf? And is he like on the 18th fairway? Mm -hmm. um, you know, is it, maybe that's the the right analogy. But perfect way. Here's to the thing it. about Kirk. Yeah, here's the thing about Kirk. Is Kirk is he's a football lifer. Mm -hmm. His um, his identity is is, uh, is is football. In fact, you know, he's joked that. 
and when he's done coaching, he'll probably still go coach somewhere. <laughs> uh, you know, that's just who he is. He, you know, just be go go be a line coach for a high school team or something or a or a D three team, and and that would make him extraordinarily happy. He doesn't have, you know, like some guys take up golf or fishing or pickleball or whatever they're you know whatever you're doing um he's just not one of those guys he's just he's football he's a football coach and um his mentor was the same way joe moore a guy that they've named an award after is his his mentor and um and joe moore was the same way i mean he was coaching Erie Cathedral Prep, uh, you know, after he was done coaching Notre Dame and Pitt and everywhere else. So, I mean, that's just who he is. Any chance that 10-11 win season, if it happens this year, that he goes out with his son? Uh, it's a possibility. Um, there's always a chance that he just says, you know what, it's probably time. But um, I, I, I just see him hanging on. I, I think he's still enjoying what he's doing. And so that's what he's told me, and that's what people have told me privately. He still loves coaching. Tom Caker from the Hawkeye Report. Tom, we appreciate your time. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Tom. Hour number two for Dad Sports Radio coming up next.